Welcome to Regulars Anonymous. With host, Zachary Landry. Sitting down with the people who are standing in line behind you at the grocery store. And hearing what they have to say. <clears throat> test, 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 test. Are we, are we on? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Just like that. Don't be afraid to uh, speak up. Yeah. I don't think you're going to bother the neighbors at all. No. That was the best part of it. The spot is like, we can make as much noise, no restrictions, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been in the spot now? Technically, I haven't signed the lease yet. <laughs> so, you're, uh... we haven't been in the spot yet. Okay. It's coming along pretty good for not being here. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Uh, we have it, I mean, technically like July 1st, I really took possession. So yeah, fair enough. But we have like a bit of a horse trade going on. We're doing a bunch of landlord work currently. So bathrooms and other units and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And how long have you been in business now? This will be coming close to the end of year three. Cool. Yeah. That's going well for you? Uh, so far, so good. <laughs> we're, we're pushing. So, trying to, trying to constantly expand. Yeah. So, just always reinvesting into the company, trying to go bigger, 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 better, 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 right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been pretty business-oriented for most of the time that I've known you. Yep. And it's nice to see that this is kind of the uh, accumulation of all your experience. Yeah, we're going to have one, two, three, four, five rooms (laughs) inside a big shop that we've built. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, from nothing to this. Mm -hmm. So... Constantly building, building, building. Good, man. Yeah. Taking it easy. Taking it easy. One day at a time. One step at a time. That's all I can do. And like, some days you win battles, some days you lose battles. Mm-hmm. But I actually had a, I had a kid, he was like 16 years old, ask me what it's like being a business owner. And I had to say to him, being a business owner is great and it sucks at the same time. Because being a business owner, every day for breakfast, you get a can and it's full of worms. And as a business owner, you get to decide which way you cook the worms, which way you eat the worms, which order you eat them in, if you want to eat them by color or whatever. But at the end of the day, you have to eat your can of worms because there's another helping tomorrow. So if you don't eat all your worms, that's when you start to fall behind on things. And, you know, sometimes you have to work a little harder to get those worms down, but you gotta get them down. I think that's always been the thing that I've admired about anyone, you know, in an entrepreneur mindset is their ability to just 
tackle challenges as they come. Have to. And stay on top of it. Yeah, have to. Yeah. Not not delay, not put anything off. Yeah, being your own boss is like the best thing and the worst thing because like if you slack off, well, you have to hold yourself accountable, right? Yeah. So you're you're getting you're getting in trouble. You got a little bit of like flexibility, but you still have to maintain it all. Yeah. Have you ever do you have you come across like shitty business owners in your paths? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know guys that run their whole company from the bar. <laughs> just sit at the bar all day, drinking all all day, and just making the phone calls. And they don't give a fuck about the employees. They don't give a shit about getting to know their families or anything. So yeah, it doesn't really sound like they care about the the business either. Now, as long as the money's rolling in the right way, right? Like a lot of a lot of guys are like that, but I mean, try and be different around here. Learn everybody's name, you know, ask them how they're doing in a run of a day. You know, how's your mom doing? How's your wife doing? How's your new son doing? Because we have a, we have a bunch of guys and like each one of them have a family or a personal life and they all show up every day to, you know, aid me in my valiant journey here. So it's, it's. I don't know. You have to care about your people. Yeah, the appreciation. Yeah, right? totally. But a lot of, like, there's some other business owners that don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about your family. They just give a shit about the dollars rolling in and. Everyone's you're replaceable. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a number. So, trying to do t- things different around here. Yeah. Have you had to fire anyone? I have had to fire people. <laughs> I've had to fire four people in the last <laughs> week and a half. So <laughs> there's, uh, I mean, we're on the growth, right? So we're hiring in batches. I'll hire five people, see who makes the cut, trim the fat, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes it sucks that you have to let some people go, but they're just not working out. May, might not be in their best interest. To be working here as well. And like, that's something that we look for too. We don't want it to be a pit stop for people. We're building a team, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It sucks firing people. You ruin people's days, man. It's like, I don't know. Like, it has to happen. Yeah. But you always go home afterwards thinking, like, ah, I just fucking ruined that guy's day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sucks being the Grim Reaper sometimes. Was there anyone that you were looking forward to ruining their day? Yep. <laughs> uh, we definitely had a few bad apples that overstayed their welcome. We try and welcome everybody. Uh, you know, I've had all walks of life come through our company, and I've only been in business for three years. But it's. Uh, it's not that you're looking forward to it, but you're looking forward to the feeling of not having the burden of a uh, cancerous employee or uh, somebody who's just there to not not even like milk the clock or anything, but that are, that's detrimental to business and not representing our flag appropriately with 
our values and morals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a few guys to look forward to, though. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few interesting ones, too, like getting like 50 or 60 voice messages all in a row. And, like uh, a bad breakup. Oh, it was like a very bad breakup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, teenage shit for sure. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Especially with, you know, older men or mm-hmm. du- dudes in general. You just never outgrew that mentality. Yeah, and like, I don't know, some people revert back to that mentality because they think of a better time, better place and stuff like that too. Like, you know, tried to be an adult, did all the things. Maybe, you know, I know one guy went through a divorce and... Just had to flip his life upside down and try something new, but sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. There's, as I said, lots of different walks of life through here. So sometimes it's a fine balancing act of uh, everybody getting along sometimes too, right? So Yeah, well, you're always going to have hiccups. Yeah, Yeah. you know, flare-ups and just day-to-day shit. Because especially in anything, any sort of crew where, you know, just people have different work styles, you know? And both both could be correct, but don't jive well together. And it's so funny, too, because, like, sometimes you got to play matchmaker. Like, like, you know, you have this guy who has a great skill set... Uh, maybe not enough drive. Then you have another guy who's got lots of drive but no skill sets, and you tag them together, and they kind of feed off each other, um, you know. And then there's the polar opposite of like this guy can never work with that guy <laughs> because they'll be fist fighting on the front lawn of a client's place whenever I get a phone call. So, <laughs> yeah, fine balancing act. What What's been the most uh, rewarding aspect? For you thus far, three years into it, building a core team mm-hmm. uh, that was super. Took a lot of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Took a lot of pride in building a core group of people. Uh, you know those ride or die people that you can rely on to make sure things are getting done in a safe, timely, professional manner. Uh, that you don't have to be there micromanaging all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like, I guess you would say like the supervisor crew, or the management crew that we've built here, like is pretty solid with each other. And that really helps like the day-to-day operations overall too, because they know if, you know, you drop the ball somewhere, you got a good teammate who's going to pick it up for you and help you bring it to the finish line. So yeah, yeah. No, that's super, that's rewarding. been super rewarding. Yeah. Good, good. And even like accepting some of those people into my like family or like my like close circle friends or yeah more personal life exactly yeah because it it kind of spawns out from being just work to you know being a a group of us that are all trying to achieve the same goal so, yeah yeah all right and down the line could you see uh, folks from that that core group kind of becoming whether part owners or investors are is there people that that have that kind of in their uh there are you know yeah, in their there mind are. there's there's certain people that uh 
you know, they, they don't strive for the bare minimum. They want to excel in what they do and they're passionate about what they do. Um, in the future, if things keep going the way they're going, there's definitely going to be room for, um, I would say like employee shares mm-hmm. in the company or like some sort of like yield for progress that we've made. Yeah. Um, but it's super hard to offer that right now because we're on such a hard expansion push right now. So, um, you know, hopefully we can offer that to our core guys. Yeah. And, and even as I'm thinking about it now, it's kind of a silly question because three years is not a long time for a business to be operating. Well, we've, we've done quite well in three years. We've, mm-hmm. we've exceeded 3 million in revenue. So that's a huge thing for us in three years. Yeah. Um, I started this thing with 2,500 bucks. <laughs> I have no debts. I've never taken a loan. We've just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. Keep pushing the snowball up the hill and it keeps getting bigger. And eventually you need to find those core people to help you push, push the snowball the, up because the it's so goddamn fucking big now. So, but yeah, we're like consistently pushing it. That's, that's the, that's the goal is to many hands make light work. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. glad, man. You gave me a little tour around here. It looks good. Ah, it's drywall and seam filling right now, but but like we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, like you said, when I was here, what a month ago, it was an empty yeah. box. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of moving and shaking happened in here in the last thirty days. That's for sure. <laughs> we would have been farther along if it wasn't for those meddling electrical inspectors taking their time <laughs> to get out here. <laughs> yeah, I think we waited. Like, yeah, 10, 12 days just for the electrical inspection. So that was, uh, it was driving me crazy because like, and I have a cruise coming up. Uh, we're going to Alaska for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and I need to get this place operational before, <laughs> before we take off and I have no cell phone service or something. Right. So yeah. have you been on a cruise before? Never. No. No. Why Alaska? We always wanted to go to Alaska. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of history up there, too. I, so, gold. If I, I'd love to find some gold up there. Going <laughs> there, That'd be fantastic. Come home, sell everything off, and go up there and mine gold for the rest of my life. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> so, But I, I was interested in the, uh, the caribou run. Mm-hmm. That's going to be happening relatively around the time whenever we're up there so uh, we booked like a little helicopter tour to go up and see them there's like 1.8 million of them that run in a straight line like it you can almost see it from space that's crazy yeah it's nuts so and i don't know i've never been on a cruise ship before or anything like that so i'm excited for that i got some brazilian outback restaurant there that i'm gonna make a nice home at so (laughs) (laughs) hoping they got like koalas and like a whole bunch of exotic things that i can try so yeah good man yeah exciting so good life seems to be on the the up and up yeah for the most part yeah 
Yeah, we we try and stay positive, right? There's a lot of negativity in the world, so I could die tomorrow. Let's make the best of today. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. And you've had a a weird year. It's definitely been the weirdest year of my fucking life, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, we've we've had a lot of family. I don't even want to use the word drama, but like family crises, I guess you could say. So, uh, spent a lot of adapting and learning to overcome um, unity, uh, love. You know, there's been a lot of stuff like that. I had mentioned to you that we had recently found out that my father had done some pretty heinous acts with uh, children. So that's been something that we've been all coming to grips with that, uh, you know, the guy that raised you and teaches you and loves you is capable of doing atrocious sexual acts to uh, some people that you know and other people that you don't know. So there's been, yeah, it's been a really fucked up year for sure. And how did that start to unravel? Uh, Were people start to talk up about it? Yeah, there was, there was an incident between him and like one of my cousins and my cousin finally gained the strength to come forward and say what had been happening over the course of many years uh, and came forward and shared the information with my mother. So my mother then gathered us and let us, as in the children and her family, know what was going on. And then, yeah, all fucking hell hit the fan pretty quick. Everything seemed to, like, escalate, like, super quickly. So over the course of, like, three days, there was, like, so much emotions. Uh, you know, disbelief. You know, what What do you believe in? Like, where does this information come from? Lots of questioning. mm uh, a lot of like, you know, what the fuck? Why is this happening? Exactly. You know, like, were we blinded? You know, or the wool pulled over your eyes? Like, how do you not see certain things that now that this has come to light? You're like, oh, fuck. Like, that was, that looked like it could have been a warning sign or, you know, all sorts of shit. So you start thinking back on maybe offhand jokes or. Exactly. Yeah. And and offhand jokes were a big thing there. Uh, And it's almost like we would take them as offhand jokes, but he was being a bit serious about it. Mm. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It was, it's been really, it's been really fucked up. So there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of hurt, a lot of, a lot of tears. A lot of uh, confusion, unknowingness, like, but then 
there's also the other side of the coin too, where, as I said, it's kind of like unity and love and stuff like that. It's kind of made, made people stronger, I guess you would say, like coming together, like, uh, like my mother, my brother, my sister, my wife, everybody in our family has kind of become a little more stronger as a unit, I would say. Um, but nobody's taking it easy. No, for sure. No, that's not an easy thing to ah. to, to to either accept yeah. or brush off. Well, or... and you never even like think about that happening in your life. No, that's and that's what caught you... me completely off guard when you mentioned it to me that night. Yeah. Sorry, because... sorry for blindsiding you like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I I didn't know. Hey, did Cause... my dad touch you? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what what a conversation opener, eh? Like, yeah. But I almost feel morally obliged to ask any of my friends and people who were over at our place growing up and stuff. Like, and and it sucks asking people that, and it catches people super off guard and shit. But it's a valid question in it their is. lives now. It is, yeah. So it's not that you want to make waves, but you want to make sure people are safe. Yeah, or, you know, or like, Give know a- that they if something did happen, like yeah, you can you can talk to people, you know, like it's nothing to hide. So, mm-hmm. yeah, super fucked up here. Yeah, yeah, that all kind of came to light right before Christmas too. I was Jesus, like, what? I was like December eleventh or something like that. I think it's when mom kind of gathered everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and then of course, dad went postal, like, tried to kill himself and fucking tried to run over people with his truck and fucking, like, went nuts. Which is not. Alcohol it, was definitely a factor. But also just kind of confirms everything as well. Well, and this is it. Like, if if a fellow was innocent, he wouldn't be going on like that. No. So. No. Anyways, he, uh, he wants to deny, deny, deny in the eyes of the court. But that was the reaction that he had to the situation. Well, and he finally just got sentenced for one act on Thursday. So, um, he'll be doing 90 days of weekends. I don't understand it either, but 90 days of weekends for molesting a girl in a bathroom. So, and that's a conviction. That's not hearsay. That's nothing. It's fucking record of the court. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's something new, I'm sure. Sure, he's spending his first evening in jail tonight. tonight his fr- Friday is his Friday, is it not? <laughs> so. Mm hmm. It's fucked up. As it I said, it's been a fucked up year, man. Oh, it's fucked up. Because, like you said, man, I, I grew up with the guy, too. Yeah. The amount of times that I was hanging over at your house or, you know, sleepovers, or band having, practice, having a beer, whatever. Just hanging like, out, shooting yeah. the shit. Yeah, I don't get it. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know. And the worst thing is, is you, like, 
and like you were saying, you would never think like I hanging out, having a good time, blah blah blah. Like you would never in your wildest dreams think that like this could happen to us. No. Because even back then, we were susceptible to anything. Because yeah. we were kids, right? And kids weren't safe there, whether we thought so at the time or not. Like, yeah. We're not fucking safe there. That That's the fucked up thing is like, maybe you can say, yeah, how you're putting it is kids weren't safe there because that, what, that did happen. Yeah. Even if it may not have happened to myself or other people that hung out. Yeah. But the fact that it happened just put everyone at risk. Yeah. So, like, as I said, it's super weird seeing people that you haven't seen in years and having to be like, hey, my dad touched you by chance. Like, is there something that fucking you haven't told me? Like, because, you know, especially if, you know, you're a buddy of mine and something maybe happened, well, you don't want to tell me to upset me or, you know, or whatever. Any, There's any reason. so yeah. many amount of reasons, right? Embarrassment, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, pe- people don't have the strength or courage to to deal with it or, or tell somebody or whatever, right? So, yeah, it's been, uh, certainly been weird about, uh, yeah, like like running into old friends is the, is the big one now, because mm-hmm. like now the conviction too, like it'll be in the it'll be in the paper, like yep. it'll be it'll be public knowledge, right? He he's gonna have to be on a sex offender registry and all this sort of stuff. So yeah, like thanks thanks for shaming the family name. Appreciate that, old man. But th- that see, I don't think that can actually fall back on you. Like his, his name, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and and it's just it's shitty that yeah he he's poisoned your family mm-hmm. and your family's being. Oh, the amount of trauma that he's caused just in my direct circle of family members, mm. it's unbelievable. Let's just say the counseling business is good right now, <laughs> so. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, honest to fuck. Like, because yeah. not one person that is in our close circle um, has been able to deal with this, like, you know, without some sort of external aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because as I said, you never plan for it. It's almost like you're. It's almost like you're dying, right? Like you never plan. Like people no. plan for death more than they plan to find out their father they- was a pedophile. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you write a will. You go and like make sure your affairs are taken care of. You like, think about it, exactly. As, especially because that's a like realistic thing that's going to happen. Not this. Yeah. So, I, I've been, of course, like I mean, you know me forever, mm-hmm. but I'm the oldest in my family. You know, so I feel like. I have to step up to the plate a little more yeah, absolutely. In, in that sense, you know, like just kind of taking some leadership role in all of it because people are hurt. People are traumatized. People are, 
their whole lives have been turned upside down. You know, my mother married him for 30 plus years and find out that your husband has been doing these things behind your back while you're laying in bed with him every night. You know, like just fucked up things like that, right? Like you can't can't get over that pretty quick. No. So Yeah, I feel for my mom for sure. Yeah, because it would it throws trust out the door for absolutely everyone. Well, it makes you think of uh, your own abilities to judge character. Mm. Yeah. Because if he was living with you and you couldn't see it, how would you ever see it elsewhere? Right. So... You're always questioning or like double questioning now. Or in my experience, I only speak for myself, but mm-hmm. like, but like, how, how did I not see that? Were the signs there and I just turned a blind eye to it? Or like, um, you know, was that just what you grew up with as normal when it's not normal? Uh, you know, a whole bunch of million questions. And the worst part is, is now like, that it's all come to light, you want to you want to think of it as a bad guy. This is the dude who raised you. This is your father. This is the guy who's taught you invaluable skills, you know? And you want it all to be bad because you're mad. But there's a lot of good. But there's there's a lot of good. Yeah. So, so that you're yeah. And and both are put on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. And you're Weighing them against each other all the time, and that's a that's a hard one too because that scale. The, I don't think, realistically, for all the good that's there, could it ever actually outweigh the? It's hard to say, man. This guy's destroyed people's lives. Yeah, like literally fucked them up in the head, you know. Uh, destroyed their view of themselves, uh, you know, uh, the trust that pe- they put into people, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. So, like, probably ability to have relationships. Well, and this is it. Like, it just starts like spreading like a cancer at that point because it affects other aspects of your life that you don't even notice it's affecting. Mm-hmm. It's just like subconsciously, you're kind of on edge or. Or whatever, right? So, yeah. It's been a fucked up year. You hit that one on the head for sure. Yeah. So. And, I mean, look out for each other. Like, know who your loved ones are. That's... I love my mom. I love my sister. I love my brother. I love my wife. I love my children. I love... You know, my brother-in-law. I have so many loving people in my life that even though this was like a super traumatic event for everybody, I think a lot of people have grown stronger because of it, because we've had to overcome. We have to overcome, right? Yeah. There's there's no... Going back. There's no changing anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, and even in all the court proceedings and stuff like that, like myself... 
Did you have to testify? No, not yet. I'm sure I'll be subpoenaed at some point um, because there's multiple charges on the go for multiple victims, but he's been sentenced for one now and there'll be more coming down the line, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucked up big time. It doesn't keep coming back to it, right? Like it's, it's been fucked up. I actually have tried to dedicate as much energy or like dedicate the least amount of energy into it as I can because a it's out of my control. So I can't obsess about things that I have no control of. And B, we have a lot of other shit on the go that needs a lot of time and effort. Raising a young family, you know? Um, like building a loving, happy life with my wife. Uh, you know? the Like the cruise. You know, going on a cruise, doing things, and like making experiences and memories. Uh, the shop growing the company there's a lot of things to dedicate energy into and i don't got control of any of what the, happened yeah exactly so i can't i can't sit there and overthink it there's not enough time we don't nope. got enough time in this world so put your energy where you can yeah exactly in a positive manner yeah yeah well good man because like i said Walk around here, it's... That's yeah, dirty. We haven't cleaned it up yet. No, but you... It's Drywall a, it's a dust work, everywhere right now. It's a work in progress. I've seen you carefully wrapping your cords to not get the drywall dust on. <laughs> ah, it's just... Um, <laughs> I'm gonna... It's, I see it everywhere, and it's like... Oh, oh it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. But now is when people start to heal. Yeah. Right? So they got to start healing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've gone to counseling loyally. You know, I was never a believer in counseling. <laughs> you know me. I got the <laughs> gift of gab. We could pretty well talk anything out. Yeah. <clears throat> but in uh, situations like this, kind of calls for professionals because you can't navigate all those feelings because one minute you're happy that nobody's going to get hurt anymore. Uh, the next minute you're mad that it happened to begin with. The next reason you're sad that, you know, your father's gone now or whatever. Right. So <clears throat> even, Having children, he's not allowed around my children. No. Not allowed around anybody under 16, right? So, you know, were my children at risk? Maybe. Who knows, right? But as a parent, like, it's my job to protect my children. And if that's not having my father in their life, that's what it is. Yeah. Pretty black and white on that one. Pretty well. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. It's been a fucked up year. I'll say it again and again and again. So. You'll be saying that for a long time, man. Yep. It was actually so fucked up that I had to, like, learn to allocate my time towards something else, like, remedial. Like, it didn't matter what it was, like, try and play a video game or, like, you know, like, couldn't even do that. Like, couldn't even sit down and focus on a video game because you get fucking stuck in your head and shit like that, right? So... What I do, but I learned how to solve the fucking Rubik's Cube. Nice. Yeah. So, best time is one minute and 31 seconds so far. So, sub two. Sub two. Yeah. <laughs> so, I put a little bit of effort in that <laughs> Just... over the last coming months. So, Santa brought that. So, since Christmas, I've learned to do that. <laughs> so, but, you know. We laugh about it, but that's that's a that's a good thing, man. Oh, you have like, to allocate the effort, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because you can't get stuck. Dwell. Yeah. You start to dwell. You start to get depressed. You start to get fucking angry with people over short things. Like, there's just so much. And, like, like just having an alternative uh, release, I guess, is what it would be. Even with friends making music, playing songs, you know. Pokemon cards with my kids or whatever, like just doing things instead of dwelling on it. Mm-hmm. And as you can see from around here, I got lots of things to do. Yeah. So, yeah, there's always something to do. But you're taking that that energy and you're you're putting it to a positive. You have to. Yeah, positive space. To. Yeah, you have to. Can't let it ruin me, man. No. No. It's the shittiest thing, and because you know, part of the reason I was home was to, to hang out with my sister, who went through some shit as well, mm-hmm. and help her navigate her her current situation. And it's really the only thing that I can keep telling her is right now is the worst. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's so fresh the. The wound is still wide open. Yep. And give it some time to scab up. Give it time. Yep. But but it is navigating those moments because I, I just hanging out with her, you can kind of almost see like moment to moment. A little shift here, a little it, shift there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because you go, oh, okay, yeah, you know. One moment we're hanging out, having a good time, and then it's just, you can tell that she's in her head. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, and like I've noticed it with people in our family too in their healing process is that they find people will make steps and then they'll regress. And then they have to figure it out again and then make more steps forward. And you're always hoping that they don't regress as much as they've overcame. Mm-hmm. So they're constantly inching towards a better time right it's not easy like and <coughs> you know they haven't let they haven't let mom go back to work like the doctor hasn't signed off on mom to go back to work or nothing right that's uh it's the biggest thing that has ever happened in her life for sure yeah, yeah. and i mean you know mom yeah like the most professional business lady 
you know, you know, in charge of a multi-million dollar operation, like very cordial, very, you know, straightforward, honest. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm sure she feels the same way I do. Sometimes you don't want to go out in public. Right? This is, this is an island and it's small and word travels. And sometimes, even though people would never, ever say it, they still look at you different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that that's a fucked up thing because they look at you different for something that you didn't do. Yep. I've lost contracts because of who my father is. Already? Oh, yeah. Like six-figure contracts. <clears throat> Just don't want to be associated with anybody like that. It's like, okay, thanks for grouping me. Yeah. Right. But small minded people have small mentalities too, right? So Yeah, and not viewing it as something that you're overcoming and doing successfully. Trying to. (laughs) (laughs) To work in progress. (laughs) It affects me day to day, man. Like for sure. Whether I play the calm, cool, collected guy, the joking guy, whatever mask I want to put on for the day. There's still times where, you know, that thing that really wasn't that big of a problem became a problem that was not necessary. You know what I mean? Like blown out of proportion or like emotions running high or like walking on edge and stuff like that. I've always been very adamant to be calm, cool, collected in a lot of my situations but I definitely, definitely noticed in the past couple months that I'm on edge, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think it's just because I'm getting tired. That's the biggest thing. Is like, it's starting to starting to get at me. And not that I can't deal with it. Yeah. But when you constantly have that voice in the back of your head saying like, oh, I bet you they heard about your dad. Oh, I bet you they think something's fucked up with you. Maybe he touched you. Mm-hmm. All this sort of stuff, right? It's uh Shit rolls downhill. Fucking right, it does, yeah. So, it's... It's a daily chore to keep it in check. That's the best way I can say it. It's it's part of the routine now. You wake up, you remind yourself who you are, what you stand for, and then you go out to conquer the day. If uh, if you forget that part of reminding yourself who you are and what you stand for, sometimes you lose grip on the day because you're not acting in your best morals, morals and values mm-hmm. because you didn't remind yourself of what your morals and values were, right? So... To, I don't know. I've always tried to like bring people up. There's a way we can all get to the top without stepping on each other. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely started smoking way more. <laughs> like way more. There's days. Okay. People are always like, oh, cigarettes kill. No. Cigarettes have saved lives some days. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> 
funny how it's such a simple thing, but it, it can alleviate a lot of stress in a moment. Big time. Yeah. Yep. And, and especially in a hot moment, I'm going to step away and have a smoke, collect my thoughts, and then return. Just that little two-minute, five-minute timeout. Keep yourself in check. Yeah. Which is funny because it, it, it almost be beneficial for if it was more <laughs> encouraged to just have those five-minute breaks. Yeah. Like, Without smoking. Yeah. Yeah, do, do it healthy. Yeah. yeah, go eat an apple or something. Yeah, exactly. Or go go stand outside in the rain. <laughs> we, we, yeah. But we live in the rat race, yeah. right? So for you to have five minutes is... Looked upon as a deterrent of yeah, the yeah. overall goal. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean you got five minutes to waste? You know what I mean? Like, get back to it. Like, keep grinding away. Like, that media narrative that they teach people in fucking school about like, you know, study hard and pass a test and then you'll be the perfect little working sheep. Like, no, there's bigger things to focus on (laughs) day to day. You need to take care of your health. You need to take care of your happiness and joy. You know, your family. Those things are all prior to education. Like those are fundamentals of being a human being in my opinion you know i got a son i'm gonna tell him i love him every day you know i got a daughter i'm gonna tell her i love her every day i got a wife tell her i love her every day because you don't always get tomorrow no you don't no you don't that was a even just this evening i went in to see my grandma just before we we take off. Yeah, that's right. And it was it was only a half hour. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time this summer that it was just her and I. And we just sat on the couch and pretty well just told each other how much we appreciate each other. Yeah. And it's we, important to have those conversations. Yeah. Like super important, especially in person because there's that's not, what that's there's what it nothing is. like being in person and telling somebody I love you and seeing the fucking feelings like overcome them whenever they know that they're loved. Like that's what that's what loving is about is is the the reaction you get, right? You can say I love you over the phone and it means something, but when you see it in somebody's eyes, that's that's completely different. Mhm. And also not saying it just because it's what you're supposed to say. Yeah, exactly. Saying it because you mean it and it's from your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've definitely stepped up my love game for sure because with so much hatred and fucking sorrow, there has to be a ray of sunshine it's not shining in for somebody at some point in like... Like, like a short example was I went to Toronto a month ago or two months ago or so. And like everybody up there wouldn't look at you. They were in their own little world. They didn't want to make eye contact. They didn't want to like bump into you or anything. And you know me. 
I'm saying hello to everybody and making friends everywhere I go. So I'm saying, you know, hey, how are you today? And like that seemed game changing for some of these people who are like, oh, my goodness, some stranger asked how I was doing. Like it changed people's lives sort of shit. And it's like a basic fundamental part of my day here. I say that like 50,000 times a day. Hey, man, how you doing? Like. How's everybody keep it on? Like, I don't know. It's such a simple thing. Yeah. Love. Like, or care mm-hmm. is a big thing. Like, it's care. Like, you can care for people that you don't know. They can be strangers. And you still care for people because they're people. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, they're still a living human being that has fucking emotions, right? It's like, feelings and a sense of wanting to be loved or cared for. Going through their own shit. Yeah, exactly. And you never know what people are going through. <laughs> I'm the fucking walking epitome of that shit right now. I feel bad for my brother, too. You know, <clears throat> his special needs, too, right? So, mm-hmm. like, uh, I felt like... He kind of came to a realization a little later than we all did. He ended up having to take the rest of the summer off. He couldn't couldn't go to work. He just break, break down, right? It's like getting his head, you know, custodial position, music on, thinking. Yeah. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Get stuck. Yeah. So he's he's doing better. He's got involved in Pokemon. So he's playing competitive now. <laughs> Putting that energy elsewhere. He's definitely putting the energy elsewhere. Yeah. It's been a weird weird year for sure. I can't even begin to imagine, man. And your whole family is lovely. Yeah. They do all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's where I get a lot of my caring and compassion from. And even my father taught me to help others. You know, as I said, you wanted it all to be bad, right? Because you're mad or like whatever. But it wasn't all bad. Like there was good things that came from having him as a father. And you play that way game again, right? So. Fucked up. <laughs> What do you do? Keep pushing forward. Well, you seem to have a pretty good grasp on that. Yeah. Wow, fuck. Keeps me busy, man. Yeah, Keeps yeah. me out of trouble. Yeah. This is the moment. This is the worst part of it. Hopefully. Jesus I, Christ, hopefully. I hope so, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and navigating the, the worst aspects of the storm and... Just waiting for that. That. Yeah, it was one of those things where, like, it always gets worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was pretty bad when we found out. It got worse whenever him and I got into an altercation together. <laughs> uh, it proceeds to get worse through court proceedings and more victims coming forward and... It keeps getting worse and worse 
and worse and worse and worse. And everybody holds on to that. It's got to get better mentality, right? Because if you don't, you get stuck in that vicious cycle of sorrow and sadness and anger and all the emotions that come with it, right? So everybody's waiting for daybreak. You want mm-hmm. you want that storm to pass and finally see some like colors off in the horizon and things start to get better. But people heal differently too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's definitely people in my family who won't be healing for mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, and there's other people that have probably just been like, yeah, okay, fuck this dude, I'm done. And then that's, that's it. Like, rip the Band-Aid rip off. Rip the Band-Aid off, it's done, right? So, but yeah, like, and the counselor's like, well, maybe someday you'll want to forgive him. Oof. Right? <laughs> that's a, yeah. And because some people heal that way. I need to forgive you so I can heal. Yeah. I am not that way, but some people are, right? So, like, that was a valid question from him. He was like, you know, maybe someday you'll want to forgive him for your own sake. Mm. Maybe not for his sake, but for your own sake. Tough question to ponder, man. Like, fuck. Like, that's some pretty unforgivable shit. So... And, like, as I said, as a parent, like, my children were in danger, whether I knew it or not at the time. You know, you're speculating at that point. Oh, could something have happened? Like, then you get stuck in that vicious cycle of speculation. Oh, what if this happened? Or what if I hadn't have done that? Or you start second-guessing all your moves, right? I was constantly, like... Being your own biggest critic of like, oh, am I doing this appropriately? Is, you know, like you're just constantly second guessing your own judgment, really. So, work has been good to keep a fellow's mind busy. I'm actually concerned about going on our trip and having more free time. Than I'm used to. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. Like we're no, gonna no, we're no. gonna do a lot of things, and like I'm looking forward to a lot of trips and stuff. But there like, will be spaces. Yeah, exactly. There's gonna be those times where you don't have anything on the go, and you have a few extra moments inside your head to ponder questions or you know think about you know maybe the way things were or for the way things are gonna be now or. Like explaining to the kids that their pop is not around anymore. That's no fucking fun. Who wants to wake up and tell their kids their pop is not around? He did bad things. He's not allowed around anymore. You know, they loved him. They've been raised to love their grandparents. And then all of a sudden you're like, nope, 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 not that one. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. It's. And stuff. Hard stop. Full yeah, I, stop. I know. I know. Has a really, really tough time with this. I do too. But like, they're young right now, but they remember. They're not stupid. Mm-hmm. They're gonna question, right? At some point, they're gonna have to find out. Yeah. Well, they kind of already know. They haven't seen him in months, right? Didn't see him since before Christmas. <laughs> Why isn't he around? Yeah. Exactly. And I had to tell them, Papa did bad things. 
and Papa was not nice. And Papa's not allowed around here anymore. Very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, kids get questioned too much and you say, because that's what I said. <laughs> Shut it down right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because I said so. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was, what was the other one I used the other day? Because God's will. <laughs> <laughs> daughter asking me what an angel was. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, I don't know. They live in heaven. Why? Because that's God's will. <laughs> okay, cool. I shut the conversation down for that, for that extended period of time. <laughs> I threw her off. There wasn't a, another why to ask yeah, after exactly. that. There wasn't another why afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, this is this is how it's been for fuck. How long has it been? January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Coming on ten months. Coming on ten months. Yeah. It's crazy. Still remember like it was yesterday. Like I feel like you don't forget the worst day of your life. Hmm. I think that's going to be a, like a, a thing. high mark. Yeah, it's going to be there. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it's going to be sitting there on the top of your brain. Oh, I remember when it was really bad that day or whatever, right? So. Yeah, that was the last time. That was the last time I seen him up until my grandfather passed away a couple weeks ago. It would have been his father. So I, of course, pallbearer at the funeral. My father's there at the wake at the funeral. So, what, uh, what do you do? You know, he lost his dad. I know what it feels like. So you feel bad for him because he lost his dad. Kind of fucked up. I give him a hug and I tell him to go fuck himself. You want to do both those things at the same time. Right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I've lost my dad. And actually, when everything was coming to light, I I had to take a few days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my boss is kind of an asshole. <laughs> so so <laughs> He gave me a couple days, but I had to get right back to it whenever, whenever I got my shit together. But the like, whole lead by example yes, situation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't give a shit if your father's a pedophile. I'll get to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not that ruthless, but <laughs> but you know, I had to take some time whenever it all came to light, of course, and just kind of like figure some shit out. But I had people, like associates, suppliers, clients, like people, asking where Jason was, and I had to say, I lost my father. And I and I and I easier to explain. And I left it at that. I lost my father. I didn't say he died. I didn't say he fucking did anything. I said I lost him because I did. That day I lost my father. We threw down in the backyard, and that was it. So, what 
everybody assumes that your father is dead whenever you say it like that too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting people say it out of my condolences. I'm not going to correct them. Like, if that was the easy way to say it, I lost my father, and they speculated that he died. I didn't say he died. I said I lost him. And that was the easiest way I could explain it to anybody at that time. So, yeah, like, and it's weird now because, like, it's becoming public. You know, the word is going around. Uh, You know, I'm hearing from people that I would never, ever fucking hear from. People who owe me money. People who did me dirty. All sorts of people coming out of the woodwork whenever there's some sort of crises on the go. Hey, man, I know I owe you a couple grand. Haven't talked to you in fucking five years because, you know, I did you dirty, but hope you're doing okay. It's like, thanks, dude. You had all the time in the world to check on how I was until there was a fucking problem, and you didn't. Like, this is why I said it's very important to tell people that you care about them and tell them that you love them and check in with people on, like, a more frequent occurrence than... You know, ignoring people or, or like, uh, you know, like people get caught up in themselves, you know, like uh, they know they did wrong. So they stay away and then all of a sudden they feel bad and then they come out of the woodwork. It's like, where were you whenever I needed a buddy before this, you know, shit like that. So like I've been seeing people come out of the woodwork that I wouldn't necessarily have even interacted with if it wasn't for a misfortunate circumstance like this, right? So it kind of shows like two-sided people, I guess you would say, or like where people's loyalties really are. But at the same time, you start thinking to yourself, at least he thought of me. You know, like... Same thing, that balanced scale of, like, anger and happiness to hear from certain people or, like, deal with certain events. I don't know. It's fucked up. That's what I keep coming back to. It's all fucked up. You gotta ask a better question now. (laughs) I keep rambling about how fucked up it is. Thank you for listening to this episode of Regulars Anonymous. If you want to find out more about our guests, please check the bio below for all their links and information. Thank you for supporting by subscribing and following the show. I might see you out there and have no idea who you are.